hello and hello everybody. Welcome back for another episode. If not now, when today I have such an honor to introduce a, such a superstar. We got Doctor Inka Opeke with us today. And if you don't know Doctor Inka, oh my goodness, my friend, you are here for a treat. <laughs> Let me tell you more about Doctor Inka. Today she is a CEO and founder. At a smart gas and petroleum,、uh, she is from Africa. If you did not know that, today she is so so passionate about bridging U.S. and Africa, and truly promote the possibility for both sides. And she is someone who truly have a big heart, want to make this world a better place. With that, without further ado, please welcome. With join me to welcome Dr. Inga. <laughs> So much for joining us, and welcome to the show. Oh wow, you're so full of life, Wen. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Hi, everyone. <laughs> of course, this is you know such a pleasure. So, Doctor Inka, you are oh my goodness,、uh, such an overachiever. You as a serious entrepreneur, you've done a lot. You have such a long journey. So, tell us how does all the magic that begin? How do you come to this moment? Wow. Where do I start from? That question, I don't even know how to start it. But、um, even I am in awe about my journey. That's the truth. Because you know, over the years, I look at the sectors I have played in. I look at the impacts you know I have made and feedback from people, and I really wonder how I'm able to put everything together. You know, but at the end of the day, I think I just.、Um, I over the years I've been able to identify areas of opportunities and challenges because where there are challenges is easier for you to create value. So because I'm quite value driven, and I realize that there's something that needs to be done in a sector, I'm more of a doer as well. Sometimes I think I do more than I think, and then I start doing. I now start thinking of okay, how do I get you know? So I think it's a skill, quite honestly, that.、Mm-hmm. Grown to a nurse over the years, you know.、Mm. I think I was like this ten years ago, fifteen years ago when I started business, you know. But I, it's safe to say that over the years I have a lot of, you know, I wouldn't call them mistakes, but whatever it was, I learned from them, made、mm-hmm. better decisions, you know. So when you find yourself in different sectors,、mm-hmm. because nurse to your management skills,、mm-hmm. you're. Able to know how to apply things and how to make decisions and things like that. So, quite honestly, it's a summary of that flexibility,、um, ability to understand that you can, you know, and can go for it. You know, self belief, self development. You know, having great mentors in the industry, asking questions, being able to research. It's just a combination of so many things. Quite honestly, wow, Doctor Inka, you are just. Such a visionary, and I love you summarize so well that you're such a doer, and you, I can tell that you just all you want is truly making an impact, leveraging all the resources, all your knowledge, and truly just create something that truly incredible. And let's you know take it back regarding: Are you always that way? Like were you born this way? Like how do you come this journey? And if I remember correctly, you're from Africa, correct? How is、yes. your journey from Africa to Houston today? How does even that begin? Okay, so was I born with it? I would definitely say somewhat, you know, because for you to really be an entrepreneur, quite honestly, there are certain skills that you need to have.
Then there's another thing about you now, her nursing skills, you know, but some people, when they see me, they're like, oh my God, how do you get all the energy to do this? You know, they're not really like that. So sometimes I think the personality plays a role. When you now identify that you have that kind of personality, then you now ask yourself, do I want to build on it? So, um, and then, yes, I'm from Africa. I'm actually from Nigeria, poverty Nigerian. Uh, how did I find myself in America? Like I mentioned, I'm quite intentional in the journey of life, quite honestly. I could be a bit deep when it comes to that. It's kind of like spiritual because I believe that Beautiful. regardless of where I am, regardless, if it wasn't America, it could be somewhere else. So the location doesn't really matter to me. It's just wow. really a belief in the fact that wherever you are, you have all it takes to make an impact. So when I realized that, and like I said, because I've been become very um, sensitive to things around me and all that, I always know when it's time to make a change. So at the time mm-hmm. I was in Nigeria, you know, I would say, you know, without modesty, that I was not doing badly at all. I was doing my business, you know. I resigned from paid employment in 2010, even though I'd been business since about 2005, you know, but I went fully to start business in 2010, you know, and I remember that at the time I was living, my businesses were still thriving, but some way, somehow, I just knew it was time for me to make that move. And without figuring everything out, even though, of course, to a very large extent, you know, I made my inquiries, had some funds and all of that, you know, I just took the leap and said, well, I think you have everything it takes. Just go there and see what, you know, what, what comes of it. So that's really been my approach in doing things. You know, that flexible mentality, ability mm-hmm. to ask the right questions, you know, to be able to have, you know, reasonable insights and then taking calculated risk. And whatever comes out of it, I'll just own it. The consequences, really. <laughs> That's so beautiful. And you you talk about reasonable insight. Can you unpack that for our readers, our listeners, right? Because we all have that gut feeling. We all have the hunches. But then more often than not, people are stopping by fear or by insecure. Oh, my God, is it, is it really? Am I can do this? Am I, am I built for this, right? We all have so many questions. How do you discernment that how would you come through is that reasonable insight or not and then with that moment of you talk about 2010 or 2015 how do you move forward with that insight so that's a very critical thing that you have talked about and it's because it's quite difficult to do so i'm not going to say it's easy it's because it's quite difficult that's why a lot of people don't do it does not mean that it's not doable so at that point, it's really about leaving your comfort zone. Then your, your personality, your qualities, your character now starts to come out. It's like you're training a child. It doesn't, it's not easy, but it's just consistency. So like I said, the kind of resolve I have now wasn't the same I had when I started business. So the issue of fear that you talked about, most times it is self-imposed. It's mm-hmm. just, oh, what if, what if? All those what ifs are in your head, quite honestly. So a lot of them are not real. And then it's okay when you have the mindset that, okay, let me plunge out and do this. If I make a mistake, it's okay, but I learn from it. People don't want to make that mistake. They want to get it right from the beginning. So that is the issue of the expectations, you know. Mm-hmm. And I always say, take it a step at a time. So I, for one, over the years, like I said, for example, if I was going on a vacation, I'll Anywhere I'm going on a vacation, I'll ask myself, what course, what education can I do while I'm on that vacation? 
even though it's a three-day course, a five-day course, I was so big on self-development. Mm-hmm. I realized that the more self-development I had, the more confidence I had, the more knowledge I had. Because when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. Now start, and that's the way you start building mutual credibility with people in the industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's a lot of skills that you have to be. Yeah. So, so that's, you know, that is such a beautiful insight. I can definitely see, you know, Dr. Inka, you are such yeah. a lifelong learner. And I think that's what made you such a brilliant businesswoman, CEO, leaders. So let's yeah. circle back, right? You know, you talk about, you know, back in Africa, you have the hunch and you decide to leave that quote-unquote comfort zone, that incredible business you were in. Tell us about that. Like, tell us about that journey. <laughs> it actually took from the moment I decided Mm-hmm. And the moment I left, mm-hmm. it took me about just three months. That's it? That's it. Honestly, oh my God. honestly I, I, and I keep saying it, that's the thing about me. I'm just a doer. And the you left the whole family? You left everything? You left all the business, all the incredible? Yeah. Yes, because you it starts with mine. No, but luckily, luckily, so that was the thing. When I started business, I started small, even though I had big intentions. And that's, like I said, going back to issues of training and all those kind of things. They tell you how to be structured, no matter how small you are. Even if you have businesses, you have three staff, be structured. So mm-hmm. my business have always been structured. And luckily for me, I my staff, I train them through mentorship. So mm-hmm. there's not ask you to do that I can do you know so I'm diligent in the things that I do so when you are able to do things that way you are able to delegate things to people a lot I'm not the kind mm-hmm. of person that I have to do everything as well so having said that the moment I decided in my mind that I was going to leave mm-hmm. you know I started taking steps it starts with the mind now what are the steps I need to take I need to do this 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 that and I started making them daily goals and luckily, because over the time I had built a level of financial capacity, mm-hmm. you can't underrate the importance of having financial capacity to do mm-hmm. certain things, you know. Mm-hmm. So because I built that as well, I was able to, you know, put the funds behind the actions, you know. And at that point, you know, I spoke to everybody that was important in my life, telling them I was doing this, I was doing that, you know. And over the years, too, they have learned to respect my decisions because they have seen that it comes from a place of objectivity, you know. Mm-hmm. So you kind of like put yourself to people and they're thinking, okay, there must be something you can solve or how to have such way to do this. So that's mm-hmm. really what it is, you know. Like I said, you know, I'm just a doer. <laughs> I can't explain. Wow. You truly, this firecracker just have such a such a fire in your chest, and I just think it's such an inspirational to see you just follow it. And three months changing a country that is, you know, not a small feast. And my personally speaking, I prepare myself for four years. So wow, I mean, truly, kudos to you. So back to you, right? So tell me, uh, three months later, you come to America, and now what? Do you start a business, or how does that? Yeah. Reality compared to our expectation three months later. How does that world look like? How do you start the business from that moment now? Fantastic. That's a good question. So, like I said, there was background knowledge. You know, it wasn't like I was coming into something totally different. You know, I've, I've been holidaying in the US, you know, for years. You know, I knew the state I was coming into. I had friends from high school. So I knew I had like a soft landing, right? 
And when I came in, you know, I had a business I was doing at that time, which I was selling some of the products in the U.S. as well. So from the get-go, I had put all those products on Amazon, eBay, you know, Etsy. I was already selling those products. So from day one, I was making a few dollars. You get what I mean? Even though I came with some level of money that, okay, if I don't make any money in the next one year, am I able to sustain myself and all of that, you know, and the family and all of that, you know? So... When I came in, one thing about me is the fact that I understand the fact that I'm very good with strategies. One of my very, um, is one of my strengths. I knew that coming to the US, the strategy had to be different compared to Nigeria because they're two totally different terrains, you know? So the first thing I did was I joined a lot of local chambers of commerce. As a matter of fact, I think, I think I joined up to five of them, you know, because I know that and I was like that in Nigeria as well. I was very big on chambers of commerce, you know, because all the time, these guys have meetings, they have seminars, they have conferences. So that was an easy way for me to have an understanding of the business terrain here in Texas, Houston precisely. You know, so I started that and in no time I realized that the business, the trading I was doing, I didn't really want to do that because I saw bigger opportunities in the U.S. And that was really what led me to start doing the consulting. Where I now start bridging the gap and promoting trade between businesses in African countries and in the U.S. So like I said, it gets to a point whereby you have unearthed your skills and your antennas are so up, you're so sensitive to see where the opportunities are and just go for it. So that was just what it was. You know, I came in, I joined Chambers, I was selling my products, you know, and I started just evolving. And based on my huge network in Nigeria, it was easy for me to now start looking for how to create, you know, the collaboration, the market, you know. So I just sit down and I create my products, kind of like, you know, create a service because, you know, here we are more developed, there we are developing. So there's a lot of value you can actually, you know, share. And that was it. That was a, you know, starting point for me. You are such a doer. Like, this is not even just a cute saying. You actually are. I just imagine you land in U.S. like brand new country, brand new environment, and yes, it's soft landing, but still, it's a new everything. You just start hustling already. You're not sitting here just waiting, hoping for matches appear. You already start hustling. And I think yeah. that is so incredible. You have um, such a determination and such a vision at who you are. And how do you contribute? How do you bring the value to the world? And I think that is such a beautiful gift of who you are. And I think that is contribute to, I think, one of the major reasons why you are so successful as a business leader today. Yes, I think so as well. And um, I don't take it lightly. (laughs) You always thought you're going to be an entrepreneur, Inka. No, actually. No, because you, because along the journey, everything you you just see inside to me is you have a vision, you just go for it. And yeah. whether it's leaving, leaving your hometown, coming to U.S., start the first business, or you know, all the things you do, you think like having a pattern within you. So that's what I'm curious about. Do you always know what you wanted it? And how does that come from? Yeah. Okay. So I would say growing up, I never thought I had because I grew up in a moderately decent and comfortable family. My dad was more of an expatriate, you know, traveling all around the world, you know, with the United Nations. My mom was an academia, you know, and for her, it was really about, you know, studying. And she was the one that even prompted me to go and do my doctorate, you know. But she passed on earlier this year, you know, me I so rest in perfect peace. But growing up, we really did not grow up with any specific needs because, you know, my dad was a provider. However, when I started in Nigeria, there's something that we do. When you finish your um, college, then you go for what we call um, NYSC. It's like you're serving the nation for one year. It was actually during that period 
that I realized that I had the business skills. That was what really started it because I was serving in another state outside Lagos State. Lagos is like the commercial hub of Nigeria. When you hear Nigeria, you hear Lagos and then you may hear Abuja. So I was serving in Portacot, you know, and I realized that a lot of people in Portacot hadn't been to Lagos before, surprisingly. And in Lagos, they used to sell so many things, you know, it was, like I said, commercial hub. So I just thought, oh, why don't I go to Lagos to buy some very nice children's clothes? You know, parents are always about their children, especially women. And then I go and buy so many colorful stuff from the local market, and then I'll take it to um, Portacot, and people will be rushing it, you know, struck. I'm like, what? So that was when I was like, are you kidding me? So that was really what started my, you know, so I spiraled into so many other things from there. So I really did not know initially, but of course, when I started that, I was like, okay, I think I'm onto something with this. <laughs> so you are really entrepreneurial minded, even though you did not know maybe that what that even means, but you just always that in terms of yeah. insight and vision and what you wanted to do in life. Absolutely. You're right. Because I remember that even when I finished mm-hmm. that service for the government, I got a paid employment, but I knew that I was just using that to buy time. I knew I wasn't ready for the nine to five circular job and all of that. So you already knew that? Yes, I already knew that. So even when they were doing promotions and things like that, I wasn't really big on that because for me, I was just buying time to know what I wanted to do. And then I now traveled, you know, to the U.S. for my master's and um, to the U.K. for my master's in project management. So Mm -hmm. over time, I I got to, and that was why I did a few businesses, you know, before I kind of like had a, like more clarity Mm -hmm. of vision as to what Mm -hmm. I wanted to do. But I knew Mm -hmm. earlier on that I wasn't going to be in paid employment for a long time. Wow. I love that. You know, such a young woman at that moment, that young person, you already knew, even though you don't know what you want, but you know what you don't want, which is, I think is equally important. And I think, exactly. (laughs) I think having that courage to claim that, even though that's in your heart, but sometimes we can't claim that because we are younger, but at the time, right, you probably think, well, everybody else going for that route, that path, I must go that too as well. So having that courage to truly honor what is in your heart, and truly just share that. I think that's really incredible. I think so. so. Yeah. So now, Dr. Inka, you, of course, you know, such a serious entrepreneur. Along the year, you start so many different ventures. So tell us, you know, along the journey, what is the hardest thing you will have to overcome? Hardest thing you ever do in terms of the business journey? I wouldn't really say to overcome. Let, I'd have to really think about that because nothing sticks out to me like, oh, this yeah. is a yeah. Maybe it's not about like a, a business, like a decision or challenge. It's more like, you know, today we all talk about startup business. It sounds such a sexy term. We all, everybody want to jump into the world, but you want me to know this, right? That, that it's not just a sexy glamorous from outside. Mm-hmm. There's so much hustle in between. And yeah, there's so many um, moments I imagine, you know, you or me or any client you're working with or any entrepreneur you talk to, he or she probably had the moment, you know, if you're like, I'm gonna throw the towel. I don't. I don't know. I'm done. This is not for me. I'm today is a thousand. No, I got in a row. Investor told me no. My customer told me no. My husband told me no. Wife, my wife told me no. I'm <laughs> failing every single thing. I'm done today. And then okay. tomorrow, somehow miraculously, he get up. I say, you know what? God damn it! Today is a brand new day. I got this okay. right. And okay. I imagine that fire, that chest, that whatever version that I just described. Some sort of, I think every single one entrepreneur. So that's what I'm asking. I'm curious about if you have a moment that is really just so difficult, speak out to you mentally, you know, environmentally or financially or any sort of yeah. perspective, and you have to 
really push over. And that moment almost become a defining moment of who you are today as a successful business leader. Okay. So I'm going to be truthful with you. I have never had such a moment. And I'm going to be truthful with you. Honestly, and, and let, me, let me break it down. Have there ever been any moments I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this again. It's so tough. It's so No. Have there been moments I'm like, oh, wow, today was a stressful day. Oh, this guy's going to ever. So that's different. You get what I mean? But yes. there's never been moments whereby I'm like, I'm dropping the pen. I'm dropping the mic. Bye. No, because so for me, I, I keep saying it. I think that my strongest asset mm-hmm. is my mindset. No, oh, tell me it's more. Well, you know, when I feel good things will happen to me, I feel bad things will happen to me. I feel sometimes I'll have business challenges. I feel sometimes I'll have victories. So when you have those things, you're like, okay, if it's not happening to me, who else is it going to happen to? I'm a human being. It will happen to me. So when you already have that mindset, you understand the fact that it's a journey. I'm just praying that it's not a long part of my journey. You get what I mean? So I don't, so I'm thinking, ah, okay. So when things like that happen, I take some time to internalize and I'm like, oh God. And then I just like, okay, what are the next steps? Who do I have to speak with? Is it something money can solve? Is it something that a call can solve? Is it something that time only can solve? Mm-hmm. So I kind of like, you know, distress that way. Mm-hmm. But if I have to say doing business in my country is a bit more difficult than doing it here because mm-hmm. of the bureaucracy involved. Mm-hmm. Especially now that, for example, I'm in oil and gas is a sector that is highly regu- uh, regulated right. by the federal government mm-hmm. and it's state government. So that bureaucracy, you have to deal with it. Some inefficiencies here and there, you have to deal with it. And that's why I talk about the issue of time. Mm-hmm. So there's, sometimes there's nothing you can do about anything. So I ask myself, is it within my control? If mm-hmm. it is, what are the next steps? Going back to the issue of being a doer. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and then a lot of times too, I like to unwind with my very close network of friends, you know, my family and things like that. So I really take the very simple thing. So when I feel stressed, do I want to go for a massage? Do I want to go to the spa? Do I want to just take a wine and some oxtail? But, you know, so it's really that simple for me. I don't, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the day, I'm asking myself, what's the worst thing that can happen? So it's not the end of the world. You know? So just chill, just chill. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like that, honestly, because if not, oh, there'll be so much stress on me. So nothing mm. comes out as um, so much of, because the challenges, I enjoy them. My work has become my hobby. So mm. when those challenges, like I said, for me, just makes the story sweeter. And when you're discussing it with people like Wayne, you know, when you're now saying, oh, at that time this happened, and you're able to encourage other people who are also doing business and are having challenges. So mm. I don't really see challenges as, oh, my life is over, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just suck it up. <laughs> I love that. What a beautiful and healthy mindset about really what work is. And truly it is. It's not, it's not who you are as a person. If you have a hard day, it's just it. You have exactly. a brand new day. And I love that how you kind of put it such a clean, organized and simple, which is beautiful. Yeah. And you know, you talk about Inca that you now the work has become become fun, has become your hobby. So tell us, you know, what are you doing now, and what do you want to accomplish in terms of what legacy you want to leave on the planet? Oh wow, yeah. So, uh, for example, let me put this way: my on my birthday, June of um, June twenty seventh was my birthday. A friend of mine was asking me, "How do you feel today?" And what I told her, I had to like think about it. 
And I told her that I feel very happy. I feel very contented. I feel very fulfilled. And I just, you know, so I live in the moment. That's number one. And business, for example, business is just secondary. You know, I'm happy to have the health to do the business, you know. So where do I find myself now? I find myself playing actively in the oil and gas sector. It's a very huge and scalable business. And the reason why I like it, I'm excited about it, you know, is the fact that it's something that is tech-based, it's something that is scalable, it's something that is required, it's something that our government is trying to promote gas adoption as a form of cleaner energy. So it's a very relevant business line that doesn't require me to be the interface. So whether you like my face or not, you're still going to buy some gas to cook. So I like that side of the business. You know, I still do the consulting aspect of the business. We're not doing our exhibitions that we used to do before, in America, in Houston, whereby we invite small businesses from Africa to bring their export-oriented products and services, and then we get local buyers and all that because of the COVID. So I kind of like have downplayed that, you know. I'm also a realtor in Houston, you know. I kind of have, have downplayed that as well to just be in referral status. So when I see anybody who needs a house, I just refer to my friend and my other colleagues. So I'm really more into the oil and gas right now. And when I think about the sectors I have played over the years, Sometimes, like I said, I amuse myself. So when somebody, when when we are starting this business as a poor, like, oh, they might copy your app. People might be, I'm like, even I don't know what I want to do tomorrow. But the truth of the matter is that an imitator will always be behind the inventor. So I've realized that I have a very healthy, creative mindset. So what I want to do tomorrow, I don't know. So now I'm in oil and gas. I've been in um, real estate. You know, I've been in um, branding. I've been in sales and marketing. You know, so I kind of like I've been in different sectors. I've been in fashion. I've been in retail. So all those experiences are what I'm using right now in smart gas in Nigeria. And the future of smart gas, quite honestly, God giving us life, you know, it's 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 huge because it's something that is relevant in all African countries. Because right now we don't have gas piped to our homes like we have it in US where you turn on your cooktop and then your gas comes. In Nigeria, we still have to use um, the propane tanks that we use for barbecue here. You take it to a plant and you have it filled. So our app is trying to eliminate all that process. So it's something that is scalable into other African countries. You get what I mean? And Nigeria has 36 states. So it's a whole lot. So I, I think for now, I'm going to really explore, you know, that market, you know, and um, yeah, it's it's quite interesting as we learn along the journey. And I like the fact that we're incorporating technology into it. So we tell people Smart Gas is a technology company playing in the oil and gas space, you know, so that's what it is. So beautiful. So with that, what legacy you want to leave behind? Ah. Uh, I want people, when they talk about me, I'd let them to know that for me, it's all about the value. It's all about empowerment. It's beyond what Yinka wants to eat, what she wants to wear. It's not really about that. But success is about impact, you know, and I want to, I always say I'd rather be rich in people than rich in money. Because before money can do anything, people will do. So in terms of impact, I'd also want my kids, you know, to know that my mom was a hardworking woman and she lived the life. She didn't neglect us, you know, so I try to live a balanced life. So really, it's just about a life of impact, you know, let people be able to 
say yes, one way or the other, you know, she helped me this way or the other, she gave me the inspiration for this or that, you know, and it's really that simple. And you talk about successful impact. So I'm curious, let's unpack that. So what is definition of success for you? And for that, are you successful today? For me, success is not just about money. Like I said, being fulfilled at what you're doing is successful to me. At every point, taking it a day at a time. So it's not a destination for me. As at today, if anything had to happen, I would say I am successful because of the things I've been able to do. Because the truth is, if you do stuff and you're getting feedback that, oh, what you're doing is making an impact, you're going to be happy. You're happy. You, you understand what I'm saying? You know, it's a selfless lifestyle. So for me, that is success. It's as simple as that, you know. And then, of course, if you're able to throw a few bucks here and there, you know, go on vacations and get all those designer bags and shoes, who doesn't like that? You know, so, <laughs> so that's that part. And then you're able to be with family and friends, you know, weekends. I have my nephews and nieces coming along. You know, we're going to the water park, you know, just the simple things of life, quite honestly. And, of course, you have good health. It's not really more than that because it's when you're thinking about the big things that you're not contented about the present. But for me, every day is a good day. Why is that? Why every day is a good day for you? For starters, there's life. <laughs> for starters, there's so much going on with this COVID thing. For example, do you know how many people have lost their lives? They've lost mm-hmm. their ones. Look at the issues in Afghanistan. Look at the, there's just so much going on. Mm-hmm. So it's really about perspective. You know, if you don't have the right perspective to things, you keep whining about the things that you don't have and you're losing focus of the so many things that you're enjoying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. so that's what it is. Yeah. So that's why I feel every day is a gift. I think you have such a beautiful mindset about life and everything, Inka, whether it's, you know, the moment of truly, you know, looking at perspective, looking at how much we have and living this, you know, wealth country with, AC with the light with the internet and also truly yeah. live the moment, enjoy the small moment, you know, whether it's spend time with family, with friends, and just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you know, Inka, I want to ask you, um, you come a long way, right? It's been you know uh, 10 plus years you coming to America, coming to uh Houston, you establish your loot here and you create a lot of impact along the journey through the businesses. You know, I'm curious, what is the definition of American dream means for you? American dream, based on what they say, is um, it's you being able to accomplish anything that you set your mind to do. I think that's what the American dream is. And I agree with that. Because I remember that when I came, a lot of my friends here, usually they're in the circular nine to five jobs. So they're not really in the business space. So something as small as, oh, where do I register a business? They really did not know because it was not their sector. So I'm trying to say I came here and I started from zero, finding out information, going to places, going to websites. But those things are doable. So it now becomes the ball is in your cart. What do you want to do? So I agree with that, that, you know, America is a place where dreams can be achieved. You know, it all starts with you. It's the mindset. Mm-hmm. As I today, you know, like I said, I'm doing smart gas. You know, I'm doing some businesses. I'm doing businesses here as well. And I just take it a day at a time. Do I know what I'm going to do in the next months and one year? No, I don't. Beautiful. I love just living the moment. And, you know, you think it's so beautiful. You say you first, when you first come here, right, you do have friends and, but they are, you know, they do need a thing and you want to start business, but you even at the time don't even have information about where to start. 
do you ever fear or afraid? Will you ever? Because there's so much unknown. It's a new country, new new way of doing things. Simply, yeah. right? Yeah. Were you ever afraid along the journey? Because you've done a lot of incredible, impossible things to normal people. I'm curious, how were you able to just do it? <laughs> okay. So maybe when I started business, maybe which I can't really remember when I started, I may have been scared to take a leap at that time. But like I said, this been years ago. Mm. But now. If that dream doesn't scare me, it doesn't excite me.、Mm. So I don't come from a position of fear because、mm. I come from a position of wow! I'm excited. I'm going to learn. I'm going to know. I'm going to meet people. And I tell people when I meet them in the journey of business, I'm like, even if we don't do business together, I have made a new acquaintance. I have made a new friend. Beautiful. So, as if have I been scared? No, because even in America is way better. I go into a place easily. I can meet people. I can talk to them. Back home, there's a lot of bureaucracy. Before you can meet the top guy, there's you have to speak to this person. You, have, you know, so it's even easier for me here in America, quite honestly.、Mm-hmm. Because and then for me, I had seen the importance of structure. I've seen、mm-hmm. the importance of you know working smart and not just working hard. So all those things are things that I'm able to do here. So I really like it here because it allows me to do things the way I want to do it. Because when you're efficient, you're easily scalable. You know you can actually focus on so much. You know because there's structure. You can plan. You know, so I wouldn't say at this point I hardly fear anything. You know, because like I said, what's the worst thing that can happen? You're not doing business with me. Okay, bye.、Mm-hmm. Inka, oh my God, I just love your perspective. I love that. You know, I understand you coming from you know different world, just like myself. But because of you, have such a beautiful perspective about life, about business, for everything around. And I think because of that, you have such a Beautiful energy and light about you and all the things you bring on the table. I think that's why people love to do business with you or to be friends with you. We're all in the bubble, so it's just so beautiful. My last question, you know, for you today is, you know, you have just done, you know, so incredible. So, you know, any suggestion, any advice you will share with fellow entrepreneurs or inspiring entrepreneurs who have an idea, who maybe in a in a urge of jumping, and who maybe are. You know, in a in a sad but in a challenging time in this pandemic, like what would you say to him or her? You know, really just move forward, just like just do it, like you said. Like, what would you share that with them? I think the first thing I'll tell people is be your greatest cheerleader. Own it. Stop saying, "Oh, my husband didn't do it, my wife didn't do it, my mom wasn't there to help me." Stop all that whining. That's the truth. Because. Excellence of those days are standards of today. So, for you to be extraordinary, you need to put in the extra. It's just as simple as that. It's not about oh, I didn't like the way you guys spoke to me. Oh, they didn't call me at the right. Stop the excuses. Let your resolve be stronger than your excuses. Because if you tell me a million and one reasons why I can't do something, I will equally tell you a million and one reasons why I will do it. Whether I fail or not is secondary. So that's one. Let them be self-motivated. Number two, surround yourself with people with similar mindsets or those who even have more ambition. That's it. Number three, accept the mistakes and learn from them. 
expect them to come. You need to make those mistakes. Don't try to figure it out. Sometimes it's better for you to be the first than for you to be the best. You will figure it out when you start, you know, and it's just a whole lot of things. Just own it, own own yourself, own your person. Don't be apologetic about it, you know, but don't rub people off wrongly. Relationships are also very key. Business is about the networks. Mm-hmm. You have a good personality. You have to respect people, respect their time, respect yourself. Be well put together as well. You know, if you feel you're not good in an area and you don't have the finances to hire someone to help you there, you need to build your skill in that area. So self-development is ongoing. So it's a whole lot of things. And then take the calculated risk. You have to take the risk. <laughs> It is, you know, and so many other things. But um, it's if you know that you're cut for business, you know, you have to just try. The more you try, the more you fail, the more you win. That's how you build your resolve. That's how you build your motivation. That's how you build the capital. That's how you learn. That's how you do better. So it's a journey. And just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Oh, my goodness. I am just so loving this. I love what you said. It's so beautiful. The more you try the more you fail and the more you win. And this is just a whole journey. Enjoy the whole process. It's so beautiful. And once again, you know, Dr. Inka, I just truly, truly so grateful. Thank you so much for today and come this platform and share your beautiful wisdom insight with all of us. And I just, I am so inspired. So thank you so, so much. And also thank you everybody for tuning today. I really hope you all enjoy as much as I do. Because if not now, when? If not you, whom? I will see you all next time. Bye, guys. Bye.